0: Hi, it's Greg and Lucky. And this is our podcast. If you don't catch us from 5 to 9, this is what you missed.
1: There are a lot of jobs out there. that, uh, At first glance, you look at them and you go, that seems like it would be kind of fun to do. And then if you actually get into it, you realize the reality is probably that it's not all that much fun. And so a bunch of people were talking uh, about which job is a lot less fun than most people expect. And there's a whole bunch of them people, I guess, have uh, wanted to chime in. Anything freelance, well, anything owning your own business seems sexy, right? Until you realize all the paperwork and all the twenty-four hours, seven worrying about keeping it going. Wow, that the the lack of guarantee.
0: Yeah, right. Like freelance can be great if you're like, oh, I'm not, I'm not tied down by anyone, yeah. or, or uh, I, I'm not uh,
1: subservient to people. But
0: the problem is, is you know.
1: Next week, you don't know if you have a job. That's right. Finding work is a hassle. Getting paid is a hassle, and you're on your own for benefits and retirement. I know that certainly when I uh, worked briefly in the uh, the voiceover industry, I knew a lot of guys who were turning six figures one year and forty grand the next. Yeah. Um, being a touring musician, not as much fun as one would expect. It's boring. There's too much waiting around, and there's also the travel grind and the yeah, unusual hours. And right. you see, uh, any of those documentaries like 20 feet from stardom or the, um, uh, a couple of different documentaries on backing uh, artists who tour aren't in the the band, like Billy Joel's backing band. Gotcha. Yes, and uh, the struggle, the life they lead is not that glamorous. Well, and the and the music technicians too, mm-hmm.
0: right? You get lighting and all this. I mean, there was a big crash yesterday, a bus crash with Shania Twain's crew. Yeah, happened in Saskatchewan, and, and thankfully it looks like everyone's going to be all right. But Again, you know, buses and trucks, and it's it's not as glamorous as one might think.
1: And she'll have a number one hit out of that bus <laughs> accident That's on right. the country charts very soon. Um Working in the film industry, very demanding, a lot of stressful deadlines, and you're usually working to execute someone else's vision. I know somebody that works uh, on uh, film production in Toronto and has for years, and still does it, it's what they know, but has told just some horrific stories of... Being on all-night shoots, standing outside, it's flippin' freezing. Right. You know, you're standing around outside for hours, and then the actor comes out of their warm trailer for all of seven minutes to film their scene.
0: Yeah. And then your name appears for all of a a split second (laughs) at the end
1: of the movie. And everybody's already left the theater.
0: (laughs) And then you got to listen to people complain about 9 to 5 in the air-conditioned office.
1: Yep. Video game testing playing a video game is fun but testing the same elements over and over again for weeks is not it's mindless and repetitive right bartending I like this one there's a lot uh, a lot of dealing with drunken idiots in fact one person compared it to babysitting toddlers while people are yelling at you <laughs> beer brewing could be a lot of physical work in the very long hours and another person said it's like a wet hot janitorial job where you get a beer at the
0: end right Yeah, a lot of those in the entertainment or fun business, Mm. you know, where it's fun for other people visiting your establishment. Yeah. For those that are working there, not necessarily fun. Kind of like being a gynecologist in some areas. (laughs) (laughs) A lot of people
1: are having fun in that space, not necessarily you. No. No. No, and I'm sure there's a lot of gynecologists have seen a lot of things and smelt a lot of things they don't want to. Right. Uh, working in tech, often work a lot of hours, stressful hours. A traveling salesperson. Some people think that travel is sexy, but in reality it's an endless cycle of airport, hotel, boardroom, hotel, airport. No time to sightsee or explore. Mm-hmm. Scuba instructor. It uh, ruined many scuba divers. It ruined the hobby for them. They said it's like herding cats and nursing someone with a sore ear because they didn't equalize.
0: Right. Yeah. And, and there's almost, <laughs> there's a lot of pressure to it, no pun intended, in mm-hmm. the sense that, you know, you've got people's lives in your hand too.
1: Doggy daycare. Now oh, that one seems pretty self explanatory. Right. I would not understand for a second why anybody would think that would be a fun job. Same with child's daycare. Oh. Tattoo artists and body piercing people generally have dumb, boring ideas and don't shower enough. (laughs) 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 And finally, driving the Zamboni. They say you flip a few levers at the start, flip them again when done, drive in a circle for the rest of it, and when the Zamboni breaks down, the stress level goes through the roof. Mm -hmm. Listen, I'm really shocked and disappointed by that one because for me, watching the Zamboni go around in circles is the most exciting part (laughs) of a hockey game. Uh, After uh, Hugh Hefner died, we heard lots of stories uh, about what went down at the mansion. And I don't think we should have been too shocked to realize that old Hugh certainly wasn't the gentleman he tried to portray himself as. Shocking
0: turn of events.
1: Uh, Certainly he was uh, often flying the flag for sexual liberation. And that, of course, was what he was into because he wanted everybody getting busy. He, though, was not as supportive of women as he claimed to be. Uh, and there was a lot of weird stuff that went down in the Playboy Mansion over the decades. Uh, but this points to uh, how gross things actually got and how weird it must have been. Uh, obviously, staying very thin was a huge priority for the ladies at the mansion, to the point where uh, eating disorders and body dysmorphia were um, extremely common. And, uh, one of the playmates, Holly Madison, was she one of the ones that was married to him near the end? I think so, end? yeah. I think so. She was recently doing an interview and she said, so many of the women were throwing up at the mansion. The bathroom pipes actually had to be replaced. Oh. And it's not like, I guess I'm sure they were getting like clogged and stuff, but, right. uh, the stomach acids.
0: Yeah. The acids would be eating away at it
1: crazy and they, they she said it had to happen a few times she never uh, saw it being done but she had been told by groundskeepers and people that worked at the house that yeah a few times
0: my goodness
1: bring in the new pipes because the old pipes weren't working the old pipe the only old pipe that worked get all you well 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 kevin costner you know, newly divorced, we heard all about the crazy payments he was making to his ex-wife. So you'd think he'd be a tad gun-shy about hopping into another relationship. But rumor has it that he and Reese Witherspoon what are knocking boots. Come on. Yeah. He is 68. She is 47. Supposedly, they've been having talks about working together. And in the process, they've kind of started... Digging each other. He uh, didn't count on finding her absolutely charming. They've been calling and texting on the pretense of finding the perfect script. And now it's a daily occurrence. Wow. Mason Kevin. Well, listen, you know, if he goes with a woman like Reese Witherspoon, at least he's learned a lesson. Go with someone who's got as much to lose as you do because (laughs) she is very successful. Like she owns a production company. She's done very well for herself. Right. Uh, so, you know, when you go, when you're Kevin Costner and you marry the makeup girl, you're in trouble. Yeah. Wow. So there you go. I always had a thing. That, uh, what was that movie she made years ago? It's where she met her first husband.
0: Oh, the one with it. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Oh, that was good. Yeah. With the song from Verve. Of Ryan Philippi. Yeah. Whatever yeah. happened to him? Uh, he's sitting around, uh, raising, helping to raise their kids, <laughs> I, guess I, guess so. I guess, right? Well, they, they had a couple of
1: Yeah, a couple, I think. Although I guess they're probably all growing up now because it was right. a long time ago. Right. Um, Yesterday we were speaking about... Uh, Cruel Texas. Intentions. That was what it was. I watched that a few times. Yeah. That was a good one. Um, yesterday we were talking about uh, Patrick Dempsey and uh, how he's in this new movie, Ferrari. So I was uh, reading a couple of things yesterday. He would give up acting uh, full-time if he could be a full-time race car driver. Mm-hmm. Like, he's that into it. Yeah. He's done a ton of different, like those 24 hours at Le Mans and these 24-hour desert drives. And yeah. All sorts of stuff.
0: You're right, though, for, for Kevin Costner. With all that he went through, he'd be jumping right back oh. in. you know. Jesus. <laughs> he likes Yellow Stones, but doesn't like
1: Blue Balls, apparently. I guess, I guess so. <laughs> Unbelievable. Well, listen, good on him. I mean, he's Kevin Costner. He's 68. He can have whoever he wants. True. You know, if the 68-year-old uh, pothole filler that was on working on Reese's Street <laughs> asked her out for a coffee, she'd drive over it. <laughs> Do you know anybody, or do you have any uh, any family members who have had a car stolen from their driveway? It is such a a big thing right now. Uh, thankfully, no, uh, not
0: not directly, but there has been in, uh, some family who in their neighborhoods have had uh, at least issues with people lurking around and uh, and banging on front doors because I think that's what they do now. They just kind of they try to go through the front door, grab the keys, and off they go.
1: Oh, really? Yeah. Well, why do they gotta go through the front door? Because they got all these, uh, tricks now with, uh, technology that reads your fob. A lot of times
0: they're at the front door trying to read the fob. Right. There, or, uh, or if they, if they can, if they see the keys right by the, the door.
1: Well, I got a, a family member who has not only lost one car, but two from their driveway no. at like four thirty in the morning. Wow! And there's no knocking on the door. These guys are pros. Yeah. They, uh my, uh I was hearing the story yesterday that uh, one of their neighbors, I guess, just happened to be up, and um, and uh, noticed their car screeching out of their driveway at about four thirty in the morning, so ran over. And knocked on their door. And, of course, this family member, you know, who the hell's knocking at our door at 4.30 yeah. in the morning? So kind of was very hesitant to open the front door and talked to the neighbor through the door until they confirmed who it was. And the neighbor was like, uh, did someone leave to go to work in a real haste this morning? Because... Yeah. And uh, this family member said no. And he looked outside and second car gone. Wow. In, in less than a year. Yeah, it's, uh, not good. And this is why I stick with my, uh, my gremlin. Yeah. Nobody wants. <laughs> Get nice stuff and people just want to take
0: it from you. It's tough to steal, it's tough to steal a car if it won't start.
1: That's right. You need that key in the ignition to turn this car over. So anyhow, yeah, it's, uh, it really has become quite the issue. And with the, as I said, technology, they've got all sorts of ways. Now I, I've heard things like taking your fobs and wrapping them in, uh, tin foil. Uh, helps do, uh, it's kind of like wearing the tinfoil helmet, so you know. Yeah, uh,
0: I know they have things like RF bags that uh, help to stop the frequency from mm -hmm. being, uh, or or from being caught by their sensors or whatever it is that they're using, Mm -hmm. their devices. Uh, You know, and and part of the problem I think that's happening too is that it's, it's happening so often, and criminals know this, that, you know, if you do it enough, uh, then it'll be tough for people, for the police to track you down because mm. there's too many cases mm-hmm. of it now. Cause, you know, a lot of people, uh, myself included, have cameras yeah. that are looking at the cars and on the driveway. And even when you have that, I mean, one, they still get stolen and two, they don't get tracked down because they're long gone.
1: They're long gone. Yeah. The one vehicle they had stolen ended up in the parking lot of the old abandoned hospital in Brampton. Oh. But a lot of them end up on, on shipping containers. Yeah. And, uh, you'll, you'll see like crazy photos in like South Africa of guys driving around in new vehicles with still Ontario plates on yeah. them. Yeah.
0: Which in the movies, the ports always seem like a very tough place to get in and out of.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You know, we, we probably got to get back to basics. I think everything is too advanced when it comes to, like, the fobs and all that. It's like the story we had the other day about things we're complaining about, and the one guy said, my light switches. All they need to do is turn on and off. I don't need them to read my thoughts and, and predict my next step. Right. And maybe we just got to get back to basics with the car. Key in the ignition. Yeah. It, it, forget it with the fobs and tracking, and you actually have to go and unlock your door yourself. Yeah. Stick the key in. Yeah, start with push-button push,
0: push button starts and this kind of thing.
1: Yeah, enough of that. Let's get back to basics. Mm-hmm. Standard. Everybody <laughs> driving. No seatbelts,
0: big ashtrays.
1: <laughs> Only AM radio. We are streaming so much television. It's basically like a second job, uh, at least a part-time job. A survey found the average person streaming about 1,112 hours of shows and movies a year. That's over 21 hours a week. Wow, I really do not know how network television even survives. Like when I think of my watching habits, uh, especially with the strike, I've had no reason to go to any network television. And anything I do watch on networks is, you know, on the PVR, and I watch it like SNL. I'll watch it on Sunday morning. Mm-hmm. But I'm I'm always just like Paramount Plus, Crave, Disney, and Netflix. This right. just seems to be all I bounce through. Like for me, obviously,
0: live sports is is really the only thing i i'm i'm watching mm-hmm. um I mean, like i've got some a couple of the movie channels and and you know me i'll I'll flick over and watch the second half of a movie mm-hmm. rather than starting a new one but uh but yeah I and mean, then we all have our our streaming services signed up and lined up mm-hmm. too
1: oh yeah and it seems a lot of the new best stuff is going to the streaming services and not the network so that's where people are going i uh i'd be very concerned if i was head of programming at abc or nbc or cbs but they seem to hang on uh and holiday movies of course are big this time of year 3 quarters of us uh love the halloween the holiday uh christmas movies uh but not only at this time of year over half of those people say oh, they'll watch them any time of the year most are women But over half of men asked say they, yes, also enjoy a Christmas movie. Really? I think it's just got to be in the effort to get a leg over. (laughs) I'll sit through this bit. Because, you know, she'll get all warmed up by the romance. Right. I love that. Uh, Netflix and chill is still a thing. Many think streaming while hooking up is an acceptable first date. But once you're through the hookup stage, you better be into the same stuff. Having a different taste in movies is a deal breaker for many. (laughs)
0: Wow. Deal breaker.
1: Well go, go, you get, that's why we all have four and five TVs in the house. Yeah. You go to one room and I'll go to the other. (laughs) Buy a a 60 inch flat screen for like 50 bucks now. It's crazy. And I don't know, like for me, of course I've admitted to my addiction to television, but I don't care really what's on. Like if, if if Maria and I want to hang on the couch and have a snack and watch a movie, and we watch some movie that she's into and I could care less, I'm still just sitting on the couch having a snack. Right. It's a great evening. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I know there's some movies like if it's really a scary or there's too much blood and gore or like a war movie or something. Not that I'm even really into those, but I would never ask Maria to sit through them. I know it. It messes with her. She, she feels uncomfortable watching that stuff. But if we're going to watch another rom-com, great. Sign me up. Yeah. I'm on the couch (laughs) (laughs) doing nothing. It's the greatest thing ever. Rock mornings with With Craig Craig Venn and Lucky Lucky. 949 The Rock.